This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country, Friends, of course, as we all know, we are literally in the midst of an extraordinarily important election right now, and that will be our entire focus of our program from now through Election Day, uh, talking about, of course, the presidential race. Um, and, of course, as you know, I'm solidly um, you know, behind President Trump and doing everything that I personally can to ensure his reelection, and I encourage you to, to do the same. This will be an election, especially in Florida, where every single vote is going to count, and, and every single vote um, just could make the, make the difference. The, the vote that you or I cast or influence could make the difference in this election in the direction of our future and country. But, of course, as you know, a big part of our focus is also local candidates, introducing you to local candidates, having them to have the opportunity to share who they are and what they're about with you as well. And that's a big focus of our program today. Before we go further, of course, I want to give a shout out to our presenting sponsor, Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Generous servings of the finest cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, located two blocks west of I-4 on Lee Road, Orlando. Also want to give a quick shout out to our friends Vito and Rhonda over at Network Sound and Video. And of course, as you know, Network Sound and Video, and as you've come to know, is where your memories last forever. And you can find them at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. Now let's go to our, our first guest. And our first guest is Mr. Gene Knight. He is seeking the position of seat two on the Apopka City Commission. Also, he's joined by our good friend Wayne Levesque of all Seasons Pest Control, and of course, uh, a major uh, um, part of the Trump re-election campaign as well. Gene and Wayne, thanks for seeing you guys. Thanks for coming over. Great to see you guys. Great to be here. Thank you for being, letting us be here. Well, uh, you know, Wayne, since it's sometimes easier to have uh, somebody talk about us than it's talk to ourselves, why don't you tell us a little bit about start by, a little bit about uh, about Gene? Well, Gene uh, actually is my neighbor. He lives a few houses up the street from me, and we've been friends for a while. And uh, and I know Gene. Uh, he asked me if I would help him out with his campaign this year, and I said sure. And uh, I know he uh, lives here all his life in Apopka, and he cares about Apopka, and uh, he has conservative thinking like most of us in Apopka. So I think he'd be great for a seat two seat. And Gene, how can you tell us a little bit about your your background and um, you know what's led you to to seek to to serve on the Popka City Commission? Well, my background is uh, I worked here in town uh, Gorman Company. Um, I've also was in the military for nine years. I was medically retired. I have a wife that I've been married to, Cheryl, for thirty four years. I have two kids, two grand kids. Uh, and like Wayne said, I've been here my whole life. Uh, some of the things that I see in Apopka that hasn't been done, they keep saying that's going to be done, is like the new downtown center, um, 
I don't think it's moving as fast as it should. And I really don't think we have the right company in place towards actually doing their job. So I'm looking to hopefully try to push it or get somebody else in there to do it. As we know, they have not bought the property yet. You know, it's been a, a big issue at Apopka for a long time, the, the, the city center, of course. Can you tell a little bit about your community involvement? Because I know you're very active in the community in a variety of different capacities, uh, especially with the Elks Club and, and other ways as, as well. Exactly. Uh, we do a lot for the Elks. We do a lot for charity through the Elks and Apopka Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, uh, Miss Apopka uh, Pageant. So we do a lot of things through the Elks in our, in our community. Community, We also help the police department and uh, fire department with um, smoke alarms and stuff like that. So we give to a lot of people in the area. I also go out when they're doing like playgrounds like the Kaboom playground. I was part of that, helped building that one over there on Lake Avenue. Uh, also, when we had Irma, uh, we had the sandbags being filled over there at Edwards Field. I was out helping people that needed help filling the sandbags and stuff like that. So I I go to people's houses and, you know, if they need their yard mowed because they're not able to, I help them with that. So I try to do what I can in the community to to help out and make it look better. Absolutely. You have a great legacy of community service in, in the Apopka community. And can you talk, I know you're active on Facebook as well, and uh, you have a Facebook page, if I'm not mistaken, a community-oriented page. Would you like to, to talk about that a little bit? Yes, it's uh, Popka Then and Now. I set it up five, six years ago. Uh, my purpose of setting that up is to put out small businesses that we have here in Apopka to show people the business, uh, eat places you can go to eat, to shop that they might not know about. Um, we have several businesses that post on that page you know what they have on sale or whatever we also have old pictures of Apopka that we post on there to show people what Apopka was like where it came from and stuff like that so it's a very active page and you know we let anybody post on it so and like yourself you you post on it too so you let me post on it that (laughs) I appreciate that so it's an enjoyable page and I think we got Almost 6,000 followers. You know, I'm a, I'm a big uh, believer, as our listeners know, of uh, keeping in touch with our heritage and our history. And, you know, I appreciate what you're doing there to help help keep our, our, our great history in Apopka alive. Can you now, would you like to share with people how they can reach you if they wish to uh, support you? They can go to Gene Knight for the Citizens, and my page will come up. That will be my uh, campaign page. And it shows a lot that I've done in the community. It'll show my uh, bio, like I, I painted you right here. Uh, and no, you you talked about you know you you think you know things could go better with the Apopka Town Center and, and some areas. What are some other issues? Another issue or two um, or three, whatever you'd like to share. Uh, uh, you know, that you're concerned about and that, that you would uh, address, you know, if you were elected? Well, some of the other ones is over there near the city hall, some of the businesses back there. Um, I think some of them need a facelift. You know, that's going to end up being part of the new downtown also. So we need to put a facelift over there also, which they are fixing a parking lot over there finally that's been run down for years. 
So I'm hoping that comes about. Also, we need to get our roads fixed. It's been a very slow process. They're starting to do some, but some of these brick roads that we have are really bumpy. They, they, you know, and it needs to be replaced. So we need sidewalks, lighting in some areas. Uh, some other concerns is some of the traffic lights. Um, they don't have turning signals, and there's been quite a few accidents in in the areas. So those are some of the things that we need to work on. And uh, can you share a little bit about you know just your background, whether it's in the military, whether it's in you know your your job and profession or whether it's in your community service you know that you help you think help uh, prepare you or you know or help you know prepare you qualify you to, to serve as an elected official on the city commission well i serve i worked at gorman for 18 years i worked myself up from my main thing i used to drive trucks over the road and then i moved into gorman i drove for them for a little bit then i moved up to management in the, in the warehouse part and you know a leadership position and then i moved into manager position at what they call a twig of ours uh, another store so i ran that store for a couple years before i had to uh, medically retire um then in i joined the military at a late age of 37 it's something i've always wanted to do so i went and joined in 2005 and i learned a lot um, in the military, I went from like I went in as a specialist uh, because the field I went to was in 88 Mike, which is truck driving, and so I already had the skills in the background. So they let me come in as a specialist for. And during the uh, almost nine years I was there, I, I moved up to staff sergeant. I did a lot of leader courses in the military that we had to do. So. I think with that, it it helped me out in everyday life and uh, leadership and stuff like that. Very interesting. Uh, as I said before, Wayne Lebeck's joining us. Wayne, anything else you'd like to share here before we uh, we move on to our next segment? Uh, I you know, just wanted to get, make sure you get out and vote November third and get out to vote for Gene Knight. Uh, you know, at the uh, local election. Well, while you're here, I want to take advantage of this opportunity and tell us, why don't you share with us a little bit about what you're doing to to help uh, you know, reelect President Trump and, and maybe what you did last time, because I remember you were, uh, you know, incredibly active mm-hmm. uh, last time. And I and I literally from observing your your actions and activities last time, I th- you, know, you know, you paid a key role in getting elected the first time. So tell us a little bit about what, you, what you're doing you know, for 2020. Yeah, actually, uh, Gene and I both are somewhat active with the uh, Orange County Republican Executive Committee and uh, the Orange County Republican Party. And uh, we are out every weekend campaigning for Trump. Uh, I actually have a uh, sign-waving, uh, flag-waving uh, that we do every Saturday, downtown Apopka, Main Street, 441, from 11 to 1. We'll be there every Saturday until the election. Uh, and I've been very active going out and going to different events and uh, just trying to get people uh, registered to vote. And uh, also, I recently became the uh, committee man for our uh, Precinct 230 here in Apopka, so I'll be out there managing, uh, making sure that precinct is run smoothly for the uh, on voting day. It's awesome. You commend your efforts, and that's what uh, I try to encourage everybody to do. And it's great to see uh, you doing that. You know, 
accepting the responsibility of good citizenship and um, helping influence elections in a positive way. Gene, appreciate what you're doing, and thank you for being here to share a little bit about it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, friends, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, we'll have more candidates uh, to share with you. And before that, I want to remind you, of course, that you're listening to the Roger Frank and Williams Show, presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And, of course, right now, the elections are what are affecting us in our community, our state, and our nation, and will have dramatic impact fortunately or unfortunately, on the future of America, particularly the presidential election. I'll talk about that in just a moment. First of all, I want to thank Gene Knight for coming over to join us. Gene's a candidate for the Apopka City Commission. And as many of you know, um, and maybe our newer listeners are not aware, the Roger Franklin Williams Show is really a clearinghouse, if you will, for local candidates. This is a program, really, it's one of our core missions is to present a forum for candidates running for your local city commission or your uh, to be the local mayor of your local town, county commission, of course, state rep, et cetera. So um, if you want to find out information or if you want to hear local candidates in person, the Roger Franklin Williams show is an outstanding place to do that. And that's a big part of our mission is to provide those opportunities for you and to provide those opportunities for the candidates themselves. A little bit later, we'll be hearing from Lou Minnis, who's a candidate for Florida Senate, State Senate, uh, in, in the area that covers South Orange County and a big part of Osceola County. And then we'll also look forward to hearing from Chris Anderson again. And Chris Anderson, as you know, is uh, running for, as you most of you know, is running for the position of Supervisor of Elections in Seminole County and where he currently serves as Supervisor of Elections. So that's, uh, we've got a good strong lineup today and it's great to have you here to, to hear these great candidates. Before we go further, of course, I want to remind you that our program is supported and all the programs you hear on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9 The Answer are supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions is founded on the old school foundation of knowledge, professionalism, and commitment to their customers. Florida Door Solutions carries the best names in the garage door industry, and they can provide any solution, garage door solution, for any problem that you have, both residential and commercial. In fact, they have a large commercial division where they provide services to some of the top and most prestigious companies in the state of Florida. Florida Door Solutions. When you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now it's a great time to give a shout out to our friends Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos over at Sheeler Auto Repair. 
And those guys have been a tremendous blessing to me because I know from personal experience how disconcerting it can be when we don't have a place to take our car, particularly when we see that red engine light come on or we see smoke coming out of it. Um, you know, it, that, that's traumatic enough experience in itself. But then to think, oh, my gosh, I don't know where I'm going to take the car. I don't know if I'm randomly, hopefully randomly, I'll find somebody who's honest um, and trustworthy and who's competent and skilled at fixing the car. And we'll do it for a, a reasonable, fair price, ethical price. Of course, as many as, of us know through experience, uh, that uh, that um, the percentages of finding somebody like that at random are very, very low, sadly. So that's why I encourage you to get over and meet Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. They're located 1908 South, South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. Now I'd just like to share a, f- a few words about the presidential election. You know, I'm not going to talk a lot at this moment about, you know, the stakes and the consequences and the positions on issues. I mean, I suspect that, you know, at least 95 percent, if, if not 100 percent of the people that listen to our program know what's at stake here. They know that the future of our free enterprise system is at stake here. Um, you know, if, if Biden and the Democrats uh, take the White House, um, based on what they are saying and based on what many of their supporters are saying and a big part of their of their support base are saying, they're going to radically shift, take the country in a radically different direction economically, um, you know, with, with things like the Green New Deal, which would um, in, in, in down the road to socialism. Um as as an agenda, um, so anyway, that's which would and that would of course one practical function that that would do. And I'm not an economist, but would be to, I mean, it would have millions literally of of, of negative implications for all of us. But what one thing that would do would absolutely crush small business. Um, you know, of course, socialism, government controlled economic systems, uh, you know, command economy type systems. Um, are the enemy of small business. You, big government loves big business. Big government has you know, numerous, you know, has, if you just look at the history, uh, even in our country, uh, of the big government people um, with their office, they love to partner and have relationships with, if you will, and cut special deals, sweetheart deals with big business, but uh, they are not friendly at all to small business, uh, to people out there hustling, you know, making their way in a free market economic system. So right off the bat, um, without getting into a big theoretical discussion on economics, small business would be severely damaged, if not completely crushed, in a socialist system. And of course, big business would be damaged as well, except maybe for the few little handful of of huge conglomerates, international conglomerates, uh, that would get sweetheart deals and favorable treatment from the the big government, socialist um, uh, government, Democrat. But... um, you know, things like onerous, massive onerous regulations, excessive taxes, um, all these kinds of things um, are what we would look to have to look to in store. Uh, mandatory, um, you know, uh, power shortages, you know, the whole nine yards. Another thing that, you know, is important to me, I know it's important to you, Second Amendment rights. We're, 
the right to keep and bear arms for citizens. The Democrat, that's one of the primary top of the agenda um, items for Democrats is to get rid of, if you will, gun ownership, the right to gun ownership, the right for citizens to keep and bear arms in America. You know, think, think about that for a while. Think about what kind of America we would have, what kind of life we would have um, you know, w- with that. Um, and there's so many other um, issues as well. But the the point is, and and just, um, you know, defund the police. I mean, do, do we really want to live, regardless of whether we, uh, how we feel about the police and law enforcement, and, and I'm one who who's always has said for a long time that law enforcement, there are areas where law enforcement does need to do a better job. There's a big difference in, 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 in learning, you know, learning from mistakes, doing a better job, um, et cetera, than defunding the police, getting rid of our police force. That's something that's already started to happen. This isn't theoretical. This isn't somebody, you know, you know trying to, to, you know, give a theoretical example. Some of the major cities in Democrat-held cities around the country are already defunding the police. Portland, Oregon, um, Minneapolis. There's been talk of it in New York City and Chicago. Our biggest, some of our biggest marquee cities that are controlled by leftist Democrats are already putting policies in place to to defund and get rid of police as we as we know it, law enforcement as we know it. So you really you want that to happen? Are you for that? Well, then you'll vote for for the Democrat. Vote for Biden. If, if you don't want that, if you want to, to maintain our police and continue to support them and respect them and appreciate them, then you'd vote for Trump. And, and that's that, that's it's a no brainer, literally. So anyway, it, without even going further down that road, I mean, it, and, and it boggles my mind that anybody would be decided at this point. But the, the reality we have to understand, a lot of people are decided. In fact, the, the people who actually I would su- suggest will decide the election, are at this moment undecided. So there are two keys to this election, and the good news is you and I, as individuals, can have an impact, a dramatic impact, and can influence the outcome. And the way we do that are two very basic, simple ways. One, obviously, make sure we vote. (laughs) I mean, it goes without saying, but... um, but it, but the importance cannot be overemphasized. Secondly, influence other people to vote for Trump, even if it's just one person. We must, we, we you know, the days of having a, the luxury, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote. Yeah, I'm going to go vote for my candidate and do my civic duty. Well, that's not enough. That's not going to be enough in this election. We're going to have to influence other people. And, you know, even if it's only one other person, that we influence. And if we, if each one of us influences one other person, the impact will be extraordinary and it just might make the difference. Remember in the 2000 election, it all came down to Florida and the Florida election came down to a, something like 535 or 536 votes. Every single one of us, almost every single person listening to this show has the ability to, to influence almost 500 votes not you know most most people listen to the show have have that ability um but if 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 you can only influence one influence one and so that's the that's the message from the Roger Franklin Williams show today and very quickly I can tell you how to do that first of all make sure everybody you know knows who you're voting for 
that will influence some people just right there. Secondly, for those people that you feel comfortable with, address this with them in ways that you feel that no, they will they, they can understand and accept and and make a case. Make the case. Tell them the facts. Tell them what's at stake here. And and um and, and let people know you're voting who you're voting for and, and why. Well, friends, it's uh, time for us to go to our next break. And when we come back, we're going to speak with Lou Menace, and he's a candidate, Republican candidate for the Florida State Senate. And before we go to him, I want to, of course, remind you that our program is sponsored by our friends at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest, and we'll tell you more about them when we come back from this break. Please stay with us on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Thank you for the opportunity to join you today as we talk about the 2020 election. Of course, it needs no no discussion, if you will, on how important this election will be. And, of course, we know how important the presidential election will be, but also... Our local elections are important as well, very important. And we're glad you're joining the show today. It's great to hear from Gene Knight, who's a candidate for Apopka City Commission. Also, later we'll hear from Chris Anderson, who's a candidate um, to for Seminole County Supervisor of Elections. And, of course, he's the current Supervisor of Elections in Seminole County. In just a moment, we'll be joined by Lou Minnis. He's a candidate for the Florida State Senate in District 15. But before we go to Lou Minnis, I want to, of course, remind you the Roger Franklin Williams Show is sponsored by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, the best steak in any restaurant, in any city, at any price. Christner's, located just two blocks west of I-4 on Lee Road, Orlando. Reservations recommended. Call 407-645-4443. And also want to tell you a little bit more about the great guys over at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. And, of course, as you've come to know, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka, Northwest Orange County area, also the South Seminole and South Lake County areas and West Orange County as well. Apopka Mower carries only the best power equipment products and top quality mowers. They're also your one-stop center for all of your hurricane preparation and everything you'll need for hurricane preparation and hurricane cleanup. So get over and see Mike and all the great guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. They're located at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441 on the north side of Apopka between Plymouth Reno Road and the 429. And please be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now let's go to Lou Minnis, candidate for the Florida Senate, District 15. Hello, Lou. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Mr. Roger Franklin-Williams. I really appreciate you inviting me to your show and and to be able to speak to you today. You're you're welcome. It's great to have you share your message with our listeners. And why don't we start, um, if you will, and just share with us why you're seeking to serve in the Florida State Senate. Uh, Well, I I appreciate that. Uh, Number one, I am... I was born in Columbus, Ohio. I moved here in 1987, and I joined the Orange County Sheriff's Office at that time in 88, and I became a 
a law enforcement officer. My ability and at that time was to serve and to help our community, and I did that till I retired in 2017. Um, and so with that, I decided to look at what was going on in our district, and I started to see some things that I wasn't really happy about, which was the representation of what's going on as far as bringing stuff down here to help people. I've been in business for 40 years. I've owned businesses. I've been a business entrepreneur. I'm currently a business director of an operation here in the Winter Garden area. I have about 28 employees. And one of the things that um, I really thought that we really needed to do was to help get our economy started again. And you can do that from small businesses. Small businesses right now have been hurting. And that's one of the things that I wanted to do was to bring my business talent and my ability to do that to help small businesses. I wanted to take my police background and help with the reform that we really so desperately need today that has come to light, and also to be able to do that from the boots up, from somebody who's actually lived it and been a part of what's going on. Uh, one is an African-American. I've been pulled over while driving while black, as they call it, but for the reality is that because of my experience, I understood what was going on. I was able to survive that, but we need to have a better communication between our community and also the police. So I figured if I go up to Tallahassee, I can help write laws to make changes as opposed to just being involved with policy. So that's where I'm coming from, and that's what I wanted to do. It sounds like a, a great background and a lot of uh, positive experiences and interesting experiences. And friends, we're speaking with Lou Minnis. He's a candidate for the Florida State Senate. That's seat number 15, which covers a parts of South Orange County and a big part of Osceola County. And Lou, if, if you will, can you talk a little bit more? Um, well, I'll just ask you a specific question. In fact, I was addressing okay. this particular issue um, before you joined us. And one of the, the big differences that I see between the parties, and, and you're a Republican, is the Republicans, you know, um, you know, essentially support law enforcement. And while many of them, including myself, understand that there are things that law enforcement could, you know, could do better. Um, but yes. it, uh, the, but the Democrats, on the other hand, there seems to be a big part of the Democrat Party, a v- very vocal and <laughs> seemingly quite large uh, element in the Democrat Party that's just flat out anti-police to the point where they want to defund the police, uh, where that's actually a po- popular um, position in the Democrat Party right now. Can you can you, you know, give us some insights and, and share some your views? Well, my view is that we are not, and if I get there, we will not defund any police departments whatsoever. One, we need to increase the funding for the simple reason that we need better education with our law enforcement officers. They're first responders. They're called out for everything. And at this point, to defund them would not be a very wise decision because at that point, when you need them, they wouldn't be there. But when I talk about increasing their education, increasing their education and understanding circumstances of, of, of kids who have you know, diseases that, that might not have the ability to understand. They need more education in that area as far as to be able to de-escalate. Police are taught to defend. Police are taught to make sure that they're out there as a protector. So typically what happens is people say, oh, they're there, they're mean, they're there to protect you. I will not defund the police. I really want to see more education. I want to see a better relationship by actually the police and the community coming together to sit down and talk together. That has to happen. It can't happen from the top down because those people who write the policies, by the time they actually reach the guys on the street, the guys are saying, where did this come from? It needs to start from the bottom up. We need to get the community, the citizens, sitting down with police officers that work on the street and having open conversations so they both understand 
what's going on between the both sides. We're speaking with Lou Minnis. He's a candidate for the Florida State Senate. Seat 15 covers parts of South Orange County and large part of Osceola County. And Lou, while we have this opportunity, um, can you share with us about what, say, if you were to be elected, what would be you know, one or two or three of your top uh, uh, items on your agenda that you'd want to you know, start the process to get things accomplished in Tallahassee? Well, the first thing I want to get accomplished is helping the small businesses. I know we have large businesses here that actually help you know, keep our economy going, like the large parks. But the small businesses are the backbone of, of most of our country, and they're hurting right now. They need someone to walk with them and help them as I did with the companies that I work for and the owner of that company owns several other companies, of helping them with PPP. In addition to PPP, there are other funds out there that are available. My goal is to help put some information out, help them with some funding as far as what's going to happen. We have a budget they're going to have to watch very carefully. Uh, Our state has been very frugal in being able to put money aside, so I I commend them for that. We also have to have a balanced budget, so we have to, to, to deal with that also. But when you come to the small businesses, we're going to have to step up, help them, get hand-in-hand with them, and and walk them through what it's going to take to get going. The second thing I want to work again is in the law enforcement where we get into reforming. Reforming means re-educating, not just defunding, but re-educating and getting them involved. The third thing I want to do to get involved with is helping out with some of the issues that we have here with sex trafficking. I want to be on top of sex trafficking. We want to be on top of some of the suicide preventions that we have in, in all of the fields out there, the children, the, the difficult fields that people work in that have that. So those are some of the things that I want to be involved in in our community, getting up to Tallahassee and being extremely involved in what's going on so I can bring that back home to our area right here in Orange and Osceola County. Friends, we're speaking with Mr. Lou Minnis. He's a candidate for the Florida State Senate, District 13, which covers large uh, – covers Yeah, 15 – that covers South Orange County and a big part of Osceola County. And, well, Lou, thank you for joining us today. The last, uh, we've got a couple, of, two, about two minutes left. Um, anything else you'd like to share? And and um, would you uh, like to share some info about how uh, you know people that like to support you or get involved with you could um, could reach you? Absolutely. Uh, you can reach me on my website at luminous for statesenate.com. Uh, that way you can see what my issues are. You'll see that I was endorsed by Congressman Daniel Webster and also former Sheriff uh, Kevin Berry, who was my former boss at that time. And also that you can help out with some, you know, walking some of the streets in the neighborhoods as I get out and I talk to the people out there telling me what's going on and how they feel. So just go to luminousforstatesenate.com, which is my website, and you can reach me through there. My numbers are on there, and you'll be able to see what our issues are. I really do thank you there, Mr. Roger. Franklin Williams for allowing me this opportunity to be on your show today. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for for joining us and a very informative. And we'll continue to follow your campaign closely and wish you uh, all the best. Well, thank you again. And you have a wonderful day. I appreciate it. Friends, Lou Minnis, candidate for the Florida State Senate. The seat is number 15. And it's the area covers South Orange County, parts of South Orange County and large parts of Osceola County go to a break in just a moment when we come back we look forward to being joined by chris anderson and he's the supervisor of elections in seminole county he's seeking election re-election to that post seeking to be elected he was actually appointed by governor desantis he so he hasn't faced an election yet but he's in this he's the supervisor of elections now and uh, he's seeking to be re-elected to that position before we go further of course i want to let you know that 
The Roger Frank and Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Generous servings of the finest cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Reservations recommended. Call 407 645 4443. And of course, they're located just two blocks west of I 4 on Lee Road in Orlando. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. And let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the St. Germain Chiropractic are proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 15 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I encourage you to call Dr. St. Germain at 855 When in Pain. That's 855 When in Pain. When you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855 When in Pain. Please tell him Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Well, friends, we'll be right back with Chris Anderson, candidate for supervisor of elections in Seminole County. Please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Glad you're joining us today. It's great to be with you. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about this 2020 election season. And, of course, we are paying extraordinarily close to this election like we always do. And um, we um, right now our, our guest is Chris Anderson. He's currently the supervisor of elections in Seminole County. And, of course, he'll be on the ballot for re-election as well. Um before we go to Chris Anderson, or of course, remind you that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is sponsored by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, located 729 Lee Road, just two blocks west of I-4. Also, want to give a shout out to the our friends over at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, and it's where they sell the best and a fixed arrest, and Ford Door Solutions. You have garage door problems? Ford Door Solutions has your solution. You can find out more at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLADoor. And now let's go to Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections, Seminole County. Chris, great to see you again. Thanks for coming over again. Thank you for having me, Roger. I appreciate it very much. You know, now that we're uh, just uh, you know, weeks away, literally a little over a month away from the election, can you talk about you know, the job that you're doing? What um, are the, you and the other great people at the Seminole County Supervisor Elections People's do, uh, uh, Office doing to prepare for the election? So as of this week, you know, uh, we started uh, election worker training. So we are in our third training cycle for the third and final uh, and big general election coming up on November 3rd. Uh, early voting will start October 19th and in November 1st. So that's what we're doing right now. We've got enthusiastic election workers, about 700 that are getting ready to come in over the next couple of weeks and get trained up and get ready to go. Now, can you talk about, you know, just uh, what it, what it's like, uh, you know, I know it's a huge job and, and extraordinary um, important job. Um, can you talk about a little about your qualifications before you were, uh, you know, came to, to serve as a supervisor? Well, you know, so knowing my reason why, right, is uh, challenging the status quo in an effort to make things better. Uh, before I was a supervisor of elections, I was doing that in, in the United States Army. 
and I spent a very uh, lengthy career in law enforcement. So uh, I always say, you know, law enforcement gave me this opportunity to make contact with people. And when I make contact with the public, I never asked them what their party affiliations were, what philosophical beliefs were before I decided to help them. So as I sit here as a supervisor of elections in the greatest country on earth, you know, I was just talking to my two girls about that last night and where we live and how great it is being the steward of democracy in the county. It's important that everyone has the opportunity to make an oval target on the ballot. And I understand that. And also to make sure that we protect our vote and that we ensure that every choice is counted. And no matter what the choice is, whether you decide to vote by mail early or on Election Day, that the choice made is a choice that we take. Bridge, we're speaking with Chris Anderson. He's currently the supervisor of elections in Seminole County. He's also will be on the ballot, is on the ballot for re-election for 2020. Now, Chris, can you can you talk a little about, you know, obviously this has been a strange year in all respects for everybody uh, with the COVID-19 situation. Can you talk about how much that's impacted uh, you and your employees at, at the supervisor of elections office? It certainly required us to have to think outside the box. You know, we quite literally had to figure out, okay, well, what things are going to be most uh, germ carriers, if you will, uh, as uh, the election workers touch some equipment, the voters touch equipment. And we were quickly able to, uh, to, to see that, you know, it was the stylus and the secrecy sleeves. So, you know, it would have cost, a, cost us a quarter of a million dollars to uh, purchase all these things. So we had to get creative because that money just wasn't available. We have the smallest constitutional budget in the county. So we quite literally uh, got MacGyverish, if you will, and uh, we found a, a neat little trick of taking a Q-tip, putting aluminum foil tape around the stem, and once you saturate the Q- the the tip of the Q-tip into a uh, saturated sponge of water, it and it makes contact with that aluminum foil, it becomes a static electricity conductor from your body to the iPad that you have to sign on. So the voters in Seminole County have a one-use stylus that um, I can tell you from experience that, Roger, $5 will get you 1,500 Q-tips. Uh, <laughs> we learned that. You know, the folks at Dollar Tree were like, why are you guys buying up so many Q-tips? But it was a way to keep everybody safe because uh, we know people are going to come out and vote in person. And it's my job to make sure that those precincts are available. I'm happy to report that we have all our 80 precincts will be open. We have even more early voting sites. We have an eighth early voting site right down the street from you, as a matter of fact, like 1140 on, on the east side, East Altamont Drive. We needed one there. So, you know, uh, that's the kind of stuff we had to do. You know, we our vote-by-mail uh, materials increased, so we had to spend money there. Hand sanitizer, gloves, masks. These are things that we weren't, uh, weren't budgeted for, but we did what any good fiscal responsible a uh, good steward of tax dollars would do. I stepped up and we we tightened up the belt and we were able to purchase that uh, material and get it to all of our election workers, including uh, safety shields. So that means that there's a barrier between you and the election worker who's wearing the gloves and mask uh, to uh, keep voters safe. And, you know, as I looked at the comment cards that came in after the primary election, and there's thousands of them, I'm still actually reviewing them. Um, the, I look at the words, and I actually uh, analyze all the words. The mo- one of the most common words used this time around 
versus the presidential preference primary is clean. You know, voters were very satisfied with uh, the cleanliness of our precincts. We established a new a new position within the precinct. They're responsible for sanitizing the booths to make sure that a voter it enters. That's my thing. I didn't want a voter entering into an unsanitized booth. So we had to get very creative with the uh, funds that were available to us to make sure that everybody was safe. And, you know, uh, we got uh, some attention for it, uh, nationally speaking. Uh, And um, and I think that's just to the to the great men and women that serve for the supervisor of elections office. You're listening to the Roger Frank and Williams show. We're glad you're joining us right now. We're speaking with Chris Anderson. He's a supervisor of elections in Seminole County. He's also up for reelection for supervisor as well. Before we go back to Chris, of course, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends Rhonda and Vito over at Network Sound and Video. Of course, that's where your memories last forever. And if you have precious memories of any kind and you want to preserve them and or get them converted to modern, usable technology, there's only one place to go, and that's Network Sound and Video. They're located conveniently at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. Drop by and see them. They would love to see you. They'd love to see their customers and meet their customers. And you can also find them, of course, at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com or just give them a call at 407-834-8555. That's 407-834-8555. Network Sound and Video, where your memories last forever. Let's go back to Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections for Seminole County. And Chris, can you uh, talk about um, a little bit about your, you told us about your background in law enforcement, in the military. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to share about your background, professional or personal, that you feel helps to qualify you uh, and and make you a better Supervisor of Elections? Challenges. Um, As I was a, a As a child, I faced a lot of adversity. Um, I saw a lot of failure. Um, I always say I had to go through, see a lot of failure and go through a lot of pain to be able to uh, overcome those things. And that's what we're faced with in 2020. I know a lot of your listeners right now, everybody's kind of going through. Everybody's kind of feeling the pressures of this new uh, norm that we're in. And if I could offer any positive words that we will all get through if we stick close to each other, remember who guides us. And, you know, as I talk about my, my previous experience, I don't want our voters to in Seminole County to think that I've gotten away from election security. That's still my top priority. Um, as a matter of fact, now we've also uh, gone into two pilot programs with the Department of uh, Homeland Security Center for Internet Security Agency, uh, which is 24-hour, 7 days a week monitoring of our both our website and our entire network for malicious activity. We already have a detection system. Now we have a prevention system. So our big brother Albert will tell us that something's going on and our endpoint will step in and, uh, and remove it. So I want the voters to know that my background in keeping uh, our county safe and our country safe allows me to keep our votes safe. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. It's been great to have you join us once again to bring us up to date, tell us a little bit more about um, our voting process and sharing with us that we're in good hands in Seminole County with you as a supervisor of elections. And anything else you'd like to share, maybe if somebody wants to contact you to to be involved in your campaign or something. 
Well, here's the thing I want to I do like would like to share. If you're interested in in being involved on the campaign side, you can always reach out to uh, electchrisanderson.org. Uh, uh, that's my website. You can also contact me at 407-487-3025. Um, but it, more importantly, your information about voting. Uh, obviously, uh, early voting will start uh, October 19th, and it will go through November 1st. We'll be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Your early voting locations will be on your sample ballots. They'll also be on votesiminal.org. Click on Where Do I Vote? Also, if you have any questions about your voting information, you can contact the Supervisor of Elections Office at 407-585-VOTE. That's 407-585-8683. God bless. Thank you very much, Roger. It's great to have you joining us. Look forward to having you back again soon. Thank you. And friends, it's been great to have you joining us today. I want to thank you for that opportunity to have these few moments we have together. And once again, thank our guests and give a shout out to Jeff, our producer, and Thank our guest on the program today, Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections in Seminole County. Thank you. Also, Mr. Gene Knight, he's a candidate for the Apopka City Commission, and Mr. Lou Minnis, and he's a candidate for State Senate District 15. Thank you for joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Have a wonderful day.